Have you ever caught your spouse doing something right? (laughs) That's right. So often we're quick to get at each other when things don't go well. It's pretty easy to get that criticism monkey on your back, but really hard to get it off. Today, we're going to work on the skill of expressing appreciation in your marriage. Welcome to the Only You Forever podcast. If you want to build a thriving, passionate marriage, we've got the research, the truth, and the answers you've been looking for. And now, here are your hosts, Caleb and Verlinda Simone Gendel. Hey, everybody, this is episode number four, and we are going to be talking about five reasons why you need to tell your wife you appreciate her. Reason number one, you'll enjoy your marriage more. So first off, this goes both ways. Both people can do this. Both people should do this. Both spouses need to do this. And at the end, we'll talk about why it's particularly important for husbands, but it's necessary for both in the couple. So there is a study published by Busby Holman and Nihus, I think I said that right, in 2009 that showed that couples in which both spouses perceived the other's personality as more affable than their own experienced more positive relationship outcomes. Affable just meaning friendly or good-natured. So what's interesting about that is that there's a perception, and if the perception that I have says that you, your personality is friendly and good nature, I'm going to experience more positive relationship outcomes. So my perception of you affects the feeling that I have about our marriage. So even if it's not reality, as long as you think that, as long as I'm giving you enough confidence or enough affirmation, you're going to think that. Is that what you mean? Not quite. I think the it is about reality, but what happens is we get kind of lenses on and we start to see the other person through a negative tent or a positive tent. Oh, okay. And what this is saying is if I focus on the positive tent, then as I draw more and more of that out, that's going to change and help how I feel about the relationship. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. So we all know what you were saying then, but by force of habit, we can see the positives more than the negatives or vice versa, just by what we reinforce in our minds. That's right. Okay. So you're training yourself to look for that, that which is positive. Now, Gottman, when uh, another researcher is looking at this, he said, we have learned that couples rarely improve their marriages by trying to change each other. Rather, couples find happiness by focusing on each other's positive attributes. This kind of goes back to what we talked about. I guess it wasn't on a podcast, but we talked about personally when we were looking at our strengths is that we spend, people spend 80% of their energy focusing on their weaknesses, trying to compensate for their weaknesses rather than focusing on their strengths. And if we focused on our strengths, how much further we would go, this kind of is the same thing. If we focus on the positive... Of your partner. Of your partner. Your spouse. Your spouse and what they can do well, it would be that much more satisfying. That's right. So we want to learn to be proactive about emphasizing the positive. The Bible says, therefore, encourage one another and build one another up. So he's writing this, or Paul is writing this in a community context to the church at Thessalonica, but it applies just as well to our marriages, that idea of encouraging one another and being focused about that and and intentional about that and building each other up. So if we do that, we're going to enjoy our marriage more. Reason number two, you'll get more of what you express appreciation for. Right. So it's natural in a healthy marriage to want to please your spouse. And when I hear appreciation from you, Verlinda, for example, that's how I'm going to learn what pleases you. Right. And of course, we always want to please our spouse. And so we're going to want to do that more often to get that appreciation or not necessarily to get it, but because we know they appreciate it. That's right. So it, it starts to build more positivity. It reinforces the, you know, the, the positive parts of our relationship and 
how we think about it. So it's like a little note to self, bring more positivity into our relationship. So she enjoys this. I'm going to remember that. I'm going to do that. Or she appreciates it. It's a way of learning and moving forward with each other. So even if it's more subconscious than this, that affirmation also encourages our spouse to do what's good for the relationship or even just good for her and him. So you're really encouraging your spouse to bring out in the relationship what you appreciate as well. And it brings, you know, inevitably that's going to bring benefits to the relationship. So reason number three, appreciation reinforces emotional connection. Absolutely. I think appreciation, the expression of that, it's another way of saying I love you. Oh, that's so romantic. Thanks. So if you loathe someone, you know how hard it is to find just like one positive thing about them, right? You're so, there's so much distaste there. But on the other hand, if you appreciate someone giving voice to those affirmations, that's going to reinforce the emotional bond that you have. Okay. So as humans, we know that the people who love us appreciate us. So it's a way of saying, I love you and strengthening your marriage. Right. Reason number four, appreciation is a signal that you're vested in this relationship. Yeah. And again, I go back to Dr. John Gottman. So research has shown that, or his research has shown that healthy marriages have five positive interactions for every negative interaction. Wow. What unhealthy marriages have? They have 0.8 to 1. So So it's almost less positive than negative. Slightly, but it's almost equal, right? Yeah. So half the time they're getting it right, half the time they're getting it wrong. What's really interesting is that that's not good enough. Wow. Right? Yeah. And at the same time, the five to one, the neat thing about that is you can still have the one. Right. It's not going to blow up your marriage no. if you say one thing to hurt. No, no, it doesn't have to be perfect. Right. So, I mean, this is almost where you need your good works to outweigh your bad works. Is that kind of what you're saying here? Yeah. In this context, it's it's positivity needs to overwhelm the negativity Yeah, that's a better way of saying it. Yeah. And uh, that positivity, it can be everything from a loving touch to a smile or the words of appreciation that we're talking about. So it's not like, you know, I have to have five compliments for every time I say something that's a little out of place. It's actually, it's more like it could be the smile, the touch, the closeness, uh, or the comment as well. Okay. So what are some of those comments? Like what is something concrete here that I can say to my spouse to tell them I appreciate them? Does it have to be thank you for or... Well, expressions of gratitude are good. Thanks for making supper. You know, I appreciate the fact that you you tell me sometimes I I appreciate the fact that you go to work every day for us without complaining. Um, I love you. Right. Or even thanks for doing my laundry. Like it just makes me realize that you actually noticed that I did the laundry and I did this for you. Right. Or you look great in that outfit. Your hair looks beautiful today. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. So there's all sorts of different ways that we can say that. So we know that the people who love us appreciate us. So it's a way of saying I love you. Then, as we mentioned, and so that third reason just really, it does hit home. Appreciation reinforces emotional connection. Okay, so reason number five, expressing appreciation is going to force you to learn to accept appreciation. So that's the other side of the coin, right? Yeah, and I think this is going to be harder for female listeners. Like, ironically, we're better at giving appreciation than receiving, which is good, but it's actually just as important that we learn to receive as well. Right. And it startles me the number of times I, I come across a woman who I see as being competent, a successful mother, wife, uh, in, in whatever role she's adopted in, in life in addition to that, whether she's working or, or in her, her community, she's serving, whatever it might be. And yet she has this profound lack of self-confidence. I think it's a female thing. Well, I think it's a sad thing. And I think it's something in our culture that, that is a problem. But I, what I hope we can learn today is that it's something that we can change by the power of our marriages or our spouse. Right. And if we can change it in our marriage, then we can change it for our kids and change the world. Hey, that's sounding pretty good. <laughs> so that's why husbands, this is for you to get out there and express this. 
and in the same sense, wives towards husbands, because there are guys that struggle with the same thing as well, that profound lack of self-confidence. But that's why in this fifth reason, we really want to emphasize the need to learn to receive appreciation well. So how do I receive it? Like just saying, oh, thanks? Well, the first part of receiving is really believing it. You know, in the psychology world, we talk about internalizing it. So you start to build that into yourself. You trust the comment of your spouse and you accept it as true. And that sounds so basic, but a lot of people, they just, they, we brush it off, right? When we've always told it, we've used so much negative self-talk for so long, it's hard to believe that they're genuine. Right. So when I say you look great in that outfit. Yeah, but I feel fat. Right. That's the comment, right? So instead of going to, yeah, but I feel fat is accepting me and say, he thinks I look great in this outfit. Thank you. I'm going to stand up straighter because I look good. Yeah. You've got me on your side as your champion of appreciation. <laughs> wow. That sounds powerful. <laughs> Or if I say that was an awesome supper, you know, some woman might say, well, I sure wish I could make the gravy like your mom does. As long as the husband doesn't ever say that. Yeah, don't do that. We have a good friend that did that once and he almost wore the gravy. (laughs) Or I say to Verlinda, you're a good mommy. And that one I find really hard because you know what? Sometimes I just feel like such a failure. Right. But instead you need to. But I need to say, thanks. I'm going to, you know, pass that positiveness on to my kids. Mm Mm-hmm. And just acknowledge that success, acknowledge that appreciation in that moment and take it into yourself. Tuck it away in your heart. And, but, you know, on the other hand, the goal's not pride. It's just wholeness to accept yourself as a whole being. Absolutely. Because there's so much in our world that takes away from us feeling intact and whole about ourselves, all the sin and the brokenness that's out there. And this is a way that we can have a restorative effect on each other through the bond of love. That's good. By expressing appreciation. Okay, well, let's head over to our question segment now. And now for our Q&A section. Remember, if you'd like to ask us a question, you can email it to questions at onlyyouforever.com or please leave us a voicemail at onlyyouforever.com slash questions. This question's in from an anonymous female listener. She says, Why does my husband always try to solve the problem? Why can't he just listen? And you know what? This is such a good question. And if you feel this way, you are not alone. We've heard many females over the years say the exact same thing. Not you, though. No, 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 no. Of course, because my husband basically is perfect. Oh, thanks for expressing that appreciation. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Mrs. Anonymous Female Listener. With apologies, we're going to start with you because one of the things that we noted above from Gottman's research is that couples rarely improve their marriages by trying to change each other. One thing you can change is yourself. So one skill that I would like you to learn or to strengthen is to ask for what you need. So in this case, you want to be heard and understood. You don't want a solution. So what I'm going to challenge you to do is to ask him for this in a non-confrontational way. So that might sound like, you know what, I just need to vent. Can you listen for a a few minutes. I just need somebody to listen. Yeah, as long as or, you don't go too hard on the just there and uh, right, you get him yeah. defensive. So you, you're looking for a way to invite him. So could you please listen? <laughs> that but, sounded really natural. No, that sounded really condescending, didn't it? Yeah. So seriously, give me a, give me a solution here. You know, I have this big problem at work today. And I, I just want you to hear me out. I don't need you to solve it. Or... Or maybe he's uh, he's listening well, and then he kind of goes into solutions mode, and you can just reflect back to him. Do you notice that you're trying to solve? I just would like you to be with me right now and hear me out. Okay. Now I'm doable? 
Yeah, I think so. So it needs to be non-confrontational. It can't be. Once again, as we said in the previous podcast, it can't be attacking. No, don't don't come at him criticizing the way he listens. He this is how he's uh, wired. So this is another soft start kind of thing. Like it's a soft start. It's a skill he's got to learn. Yeah. Okay. So the problem is that you're talking to a man. <laughs> That's a big problem. Men are all about solutions. So your first question was, why does he always try to solve the problem? Well, that's your answer. He's genuinely trying to help. He believes the best thing he can do for you is solve your problem. Like he's just looking for the right wrench or screwdriver to do it. Right. So he goes straight into solution finding mode. So as a wife, we need to coach him or teach him to listen, to understand. Like basically when we're talking, we just want to be heard. Yes. And maybe we want to be held and we can say that. Like, can you just give me a hug and listen? And I hope all our husband listeners out there are really hearing this. So she doesn't want your solution. She wants your your presence, your relationship, your love with her. And oh, it's really natural for us to try to solve the problem. Try to just go to reflective listening. So you're just going to give verbal cues back to your wife that shows that you get her. Yes, I understand. Like? Or you're going to say, well, that must have been very frustrating for her. So help her to identify feelings. That must have made you really angry. That must have made you sad. Or you must have been hurt by that. As well as, you know, your standard sort of grunting and so on. <laughs> no, don't go the grunting route. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just don't <laughs> no, do... ask questions. Well, you got to grunt sometimes. I guess you're male. <laughs> um, but like, ouch, did that hurt? Yeah. Or did that upset you? Yeah. Rather than saying that must have upset you, because what if it didn't upset me at all? It's like, no, you're not listening. Right. So then I'm going to go, well, well, how did that affect you? Or why is that bothering you? Or how, how did that become such a big deal for you? Because it seems like you're really bothered by it. Right. I remember we had... I was ranting not too long ago and you're like, you know, why is this point upsetting you? And it made me realize, you know what? It's not this point that's upsetting me. It's something way back here that upset me. And now I'm just ranting about this because I need to rant. Yep. Yeah. So then I just listened. Yeah, you did listen. And you were, uh, grunted. You were a very good listener that day. Thank you for listening. Thanks for expressing your appreciation. <laughs> That's all for today's episode, folks. You can get the full show notes at onlyyouforever.com slash three. Remember, we're here to help build thriving, passionate marriages. So send us your marriage questions in to questions at onlyyouforever.com. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the onlyyouforever.com podcast. Please help us reach and influence a wider audience by rating and reviewing our podcast at onlyyouforever.com slash love. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Reason number four. We're already halfway through reason number four. What? We're already halfway through reason number four. Oh, I really appreciate you pointing that out to me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we do reason number five. Let's Thank move you. on. Thanks for recording the podcast. You did a really good job. You're welcome. I totally internalized that. <laughs> <laughs> you look great. Your hair is very nice today. I don't have any hair. <laughs> I can't internalize that. If you had hair, it would look nice. Your eyebrows look very nice today. <laughs> Thank you. I uh, I just like that. I didn't do anything for them. <laughs>